You're tuned in to the Hearing Matters podcast with Dr. Gregory Delfino and Blaise Delfino of Audiology Services and Fader Plugs, the show that discusses hearing technology, best practices, and a growing national epidemic, hearing loss. Before we kick this episode off, a special thank you to our partners. Oticon, life-changing technology. Sonic, every day sounds better. Starkey Hearing Technologies, hear better, live better. Redux, faster, drier, smarter, verified. On this episode, I would like to welcome Dr. Natalie Phillips and Dr. Hannah Galloway all the way from Colorado, representing Audiology Center of Northern Colorado. Dr. Phillips and Dr. Galloway, welcome to the Hearing Matters podcast. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It is such an honor to have you on the show. I have been following your journey for quite some time now. We have had the opportunity to discuss a lot of things audiology in the past, and you're finally on the Hearing Matters podcast. And for incredible reason, you both started a brand new private practice. Congratulations. This is amazing. Thank you. This is so exciting. And it's so exciting to finally be here on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Dr. Phillips, let's dive right into it. What the heck goes into starting a private audiology practice? You know, great question. And I don't know. (laughs) I love this because, you know, what's funny is, you know, we go to audiology school, right? And we get our, we get our degrees and it's about serving people and helping others. And we don't always get business degrees. However, it's been fun because we're learning along the way. There's so many private practice colleagues of ours that are continuing to point us in the right way. So even if we don't know, like we're going to figure it out because there are so many, there's so many great vendors and manufacturers and then colleagues that are helping us out. So I love that I say, I don't know, because we're going to make a private practice and we're going to kick it off and we're learning along the way and it's going to be awesome. Dr. Galloway, with regard to you and Dr. Phillips starting this incredible private practice, so far, what has the biggest lesson learned, would you say? Biggest lesson learned. Hmm. I would say the biggest lesson learned is how much we don't know about what goes into starting a practice. A good example is, you know, today we had a conversation with payroll and we've always been employees, never employers, you know, so kind of seeing the other side of that coin. But like Natalie was saying, you know, technology has come so far. The the payroll platform we're going to use, the credit card processing companies, you know, it's all really new and fresh and integrated online. And it's just very user-friendly. So I think probably starting a business now as somebody who doesn't have a background in business is easier than it's ever been. Not that it's not a lot of work because it sure is, but it, you know, there's all of these avenues that it can be done more affordably. And, you know, somebody who's an audiologist by trade like ourselves can open a great business and, you know, run it successfully. So we're really excited to be able to kind of do things our own way. Dr. Phillips and Dr. Galloway, I have to say, I admire your humbleness. I admire the humility because to be able to say, I don't know, shows a trait of great leadership. And Your practice, Audiology Center of Northern Colorado, is going to be insanely successful. You're going to help so many patients. And for students tuned in right now and individuals interested in starting a private practice, 
understand that it's okay not to know. And what Dr. Phillips and Dr. Galloway are doing is they are asking the right questions. Dr. Phillips, what are you most excited about with regard to your new venture? Oh my goodness. There's so many things. You know, one of, I think the biggest things that I think about is when you walk into the unknown, it's so hard because you're thinking that everybody sees that and that your fear or your imposter syndrome is going to come out. But every time that we've told somebody that this is what we're doing, whether they're students or whether they're colleagues of ours, whether they are, you know, the well-known audiologists in, in our field and in our industry, I think that the thing that's most exciting is that it's ours, right? It's something that we own. We have received so much support saying, oh my gosh, we're so proud of you. This is going to be awesome. You guys are going to, you know, you guys are going to just be the best at this. And I think that that's one of the things that I think a lot of people hear that private practice is dead, but it's not. And so I think that one of the biggest things that I'm most excited about is that it's ours and we get to own it and we get to, we get to call the shots, but it's not with a power trip, but it's because we get to do things the way we want to be able to do them. Dr. Galloway, I'm curious, what are you most excited about? I, you know, I kind of am right with what Natalie said. We have the ability to do things the way that we want to do them. Both her and I really value, you know, being able to give back to our community, being able to help people that can't necessarily afford technology, you know, make things work for people. And when you're your own business owner, you can allocate money and resources towards what's important to you. And so that's something that I'm really excited about. Both Dr. Phillips and myself have gone on medical mission trips and we really um, you know, want to be involved in the community and support some other um, independent businesses. So it's just exciting to be able to work you know, in that capacity. Dr. Galloway, you took the words out of my mouth. When it comes to being involved in the community, we had the opportunity to speak with CEO of Starkey, Brandon Sawalich, and he was reporting to us and just discussing the importance that you need to be involved in your community and hearing healthcare is community-based. How essential is it for private practices to be involved in the community? I mean, for me, I would say that's very essential because, you know, we're sort of at a crossroads right now where a lot of healthcare is becoming, you know, more corporate and specialty care is really important. I think for audiology, counseling is the most important skill and that takes time. You have to be able to, you know, spend time with your patient. And so those are all things that, you know, we think that we'll be able to do differently with our private practice. Um, and being involved in the community is huge because we've got to lift each other up. You know, we don't, if we want to support independent practices like ourselves, you know, we need to work with other businesses and, you know, raise money for nonprofits in our community. So we're really excited about that. Dr. Phillips, how important is community outreach when you are a private practice owner and even being in hearing healthcare? Oh my goodness. It's, it's super important. It's because, you know, it's exactly what Dr. Galloway had said, you know, and it's also because when we do our show, right, when we do all things odd, when we do, you know, when we go out in the community, I think that it's all about awareness. I think that the more that we're able to spread awareness and educate the public about what we do as audiologists and, and hearing healthcare professionals, I think the more that people are going to be able to understand who we are and that there is help, right? And I think it's crazy to know that only 20 to 30% of people are getting the help that they need for hearing loss. 
it's like we have to move faster. And the more that we're able to get out in the community, whether it's giving back or whether it's just education and awareness, I think that's one of the biggest things that we have to do for our industry and for our profession is to really get people to know who we are. Growing up in the hearing healthcare industry, I have seen the evolution of the marketing pieces from the mid-90s to now. And the old marketing had these big, clunky devices behind the ear, but that is so incorrect today. And I'm curious to know, because the marketing back in the day, as compared to community outreach and marketing now, has to be so different. So how will the Audiology Center of Northern Colorado raise awareness of the importance of visiting a hearing healthcare provider in a modern way? Ooh, I'll take this question. I was in the population where white pages and yellow pages were delivered on your doorstep. And we were laughing at this because we attended a business development group meeting this week. And Dr. Galloway and I were laughing about like, it, it, can you imagine? She actually leaned over to me and said, can you imagine when yellow, like yellow pages, you were there and you were buying ads in yellow pages? I was like, yeah, I can't imagine it because I was kind of there. Been there, done yeah. that. <laughs> so it's interesting because it goes from these print where you still need different types of um, print type of marketing, right? And direct mail pieces still work to this day. But digital marketing is just as important. And it's not only about digital marketing, but reaching the population in different ways digitally. So whether it's marketing, whether it's email, whether it is, you know, text messages, um, I think that part of the fun that we get to do, because we like to live in that creative world and we like to dabble and try some new things out, is we are going to continue to do our All Things Odd show. We are going to use a lot more video. We're going to be able to reach out to our patients by email automations, you know, lots of things like that. And I know that's just the marketing part of it, but because of all of this technology, you know, that we've learned about even within running our own practice, like what Dr. Galloway was saying with payroll, it's crazy, amazing to be able to use apps and technology, not just for our patients to hear better, but for us to run a business better as well. Well, and I'll kind of piggyback on there about, you know, just how technology works for us in the sense of we can do remote care with patients. You know, living in Colorado, we have a lot of patients that are snowbirds. You know, they may go to Arizona for the winter. And as long as we're set up ahead of time, I can do some remote care and tweak their hearing aids from Arizona. I mean, that's crazy. So I think just being able to embrace all of this new stuff is is just really, really awesome. Dr. Phillips and Dr. Galloway, I always get excited when I talk to and interview like-minded individuals because, of course, you are both entrepreneurs, you encompass this entrepreneurial mindset, and you are going at this venture with really no fear. And it's okay to, mm -hmm. to feel the fear, but do it anyway, because that's how amazing things in life have been accomplished. Now, what I so admire about this journey is you are raising awareness of the importance of hearing healthcare in a way that is attractive to consumers today, meaning potential patients, because I've seen your All Things Odd show and you are so modern in just educating your community. So for the individuals in your community and who will be visiting Audiology Center of Northern Colorado, you are in phenomenal hands and uh, your ears will thank you. Dr. Galloway, why is it so important for our community members to visit a hearing healthcare professional and get their hearing tested on an annual basis. Historically, hearing has kind of been neglected. 
you know, now I've actually seen with the baby boomers, they they're more interested in, you know, taking an interest in their healthcare and Hey, I get my eyes checked every year. Why wouldn't I get my ears checked? And actually the best time to come in is before you're having trouble, you know, so you have a baseline as an adult, you do mandatory hearing screenings, you know, as a kid, but unless you're working for a company, you know, that's mandated by OSHA to do hearing screenings, that's not something that's really recommended maybe until like age 60, 70. And your doctor goes, Hey, how are you hearing? So I would say, you know, come in, get that baseline test. You don't know what you don't know. And we can tell you. (laughs) So, you know, we can kind of help you through that journey, whether it's before you have hearing loss or while you have hearing loss, you know, we can, we can help with that. Dr. Phillips, I want to make sure that our listeners and whether they are current hearing aid users or future hearing aid users, because I know most of your patients are going to hear this episode and they're going to be really excited to to see you in your new office. When individuals suspect that they present with hearing loss, why is it encouraged and why must the hearing healthcare provider be part of the equation when it comes to hearing aid fittings? Ooh, that's a great question. I'm going to take a a slightly different approach because I feel that, you know, us as hearing healthcare providers and audiologists, I think that a lot of people think that we only deal with hearing or listening or ears or everything kind of on the outside. And if you think about it, hearing and listening, people, it's unseen, right? So people don't know who has the hearing loss and who doesn't, unless you can visually see hearing aids. And I think that it's a lot bigger than that. And I think that if audiologists and hearing healthcare professionals can see it bigger, that it's not just about hearing and listening, but really connecting somebody back to life, back to their loved ones, back to really walking into a room and feeling confident again, it's much bigger than that. And I think that if we can get that connection back and we understand that as professionals and we teach the population and the community that that's what we're doing, we're really getting people connected back to each other, that it's a lot bigger. And I think that it starts with us. And I think that it starts with really getting that education out there. So I went a little bit more, you know, of a broader perspective, but it's what I believe. And I think that that's what we do as hearing healthcare professionals and audiologists as we really connect people back to each other. So I want to say that I think the big importance of of the professional in hearing healthcare is how customized it is. So you can have eight people with the same hearing loss, the exact same audiogram, and they may all end up with different types of hearing aids, different fittings, you know, different whether they're going to have a custom fit or, you know, they want to do an open fit. Like it's it's totally different for each patient. And just the way that their hearing aids are programmed um, is huge. So it's not something that you can get out of the box mailed to your house because you really need to work with somebody to help adjust. You know, you may leave with settings that might be perfect for someone else with the same hearing loss as you, and you might be more sensitive to sound um, and you might need, you know, more counseling than someone else, or maybe you have dexterity issues and you really need help inserting it in the ear. You really need somebody that you can work with uh, pretty closely to feel comfortable and, you know, have a successful experience with your hearing aids. And for any of Dr. Phillips and Dr. Galloway's patients tuned in right now, when you visit them for your new hearing technology and they get you all tuned up, you're doing your brain a huge favor because what hearing aids do is they decrease your overall listening effort and they increase your overall speech understanding. The ear is really the conduit to the brain in which we are able to listen and understand and make sense of sound. 
Dr. Phillips, there is so much more to audiology than hearing aid fittings. Can you briefly discuss what is involved with regard to the scope of practice when it comes to audiology? I think audiology has evolved and it's been a lot more fun to be able to do much more than just hearing aid fittings and hearing tests. I think that when you dive a little bit deeper and you go into other issues that people have because of their hearing loss, whether it is you know, cognitive reserve and decline and cochlear implants or tinnitus, sound sensitivity, balance, I love it because we get to actually look at the whole picture of the ear and the brain health and be able to make sense out of it and then really actually give people some different options to be able to, whether it's hear better, connect better, um, get their life back. So it could possibly be, maybe it's a balance issue. Maybe it is past hearing aids, right? And it's something that they, that hearing aids don't help anymore. And you have, and it's time to dive into cochlear implants. And I think that going into a private practice, you know, a lot of people just think that it is just hearing tests and hearing aid fittings, but really it can be so much more. So I encourage people that are thinking about private practice to really think about some of the other things that are going on with the ear and the brain health and to really dive a little bit deeper because it's a lot more. And if you can provide that for people, I think, again, that goes back to the awareness that audiologists are more than just hearing tests and hearing aids as well. Dr. Galloway, what do you like most about audiology? Uh, Cochlear implants and hearing aids are my favorite. Um, I really have a passion for cochlear implants, and I'm so happy that, you know, that sort of demographic that cochlear implants are available to is becoming more aware of that. The actual candidacy for cochlear implants has changed a lot over the years, too. Um, Even in the last six years since I graduated with my doctorate, you know, the candidacy criteria has changed. So I love working with cochlear implants. I love working with hearing aids. One thing that I love about our practice is that we're going to be able to pretty much do everything that I was trained to do. So, you know, electrophysiology, cochlear implants, balance testing. I mean, it really helps to break up the day and to help people in different ways. You know, helping someone here is one thing. Somebody who can't leave their house because they're dizzy all the time, that's gratifying in another way. You know, you're helping that person in such a different way. So I'm really happy that we're going to be able to kind of help in all the ways that we were trained to. If you live in Colorado and you suspect that you present with a hearing loss, and even if you haven't had your hearing tested in the last year, please give our friends Dr. Natalie Phillips and Dr. Hannah Galloway a call and visit the Audiology Center of Northern Colorado. You're tuned in to the Hearing Matters podcast with Dr. Gregory Delfino and Blaze Delfino. Today, we invited Dr. Natalie Phillips and Dr. Hannah Galloway to join us. We are incredibly excited for their new journey. Again, if you are in Colorado, please do yourself a favor. Visit the Audiology Center of Northern Colorado. Until next time, hear life story. Thanks again for tuning in to the Hearing Matters podcast today. I'm your host, Blaise Delfino, and on behalf of our entire team, thank you so much for the support. Truly, it means so much to us. Head on over to the Apple Podcast app and share your thoughts. What did you like most about this episode, and what do you like most about our podcast? Five-star reviews are always appreciated. And also, head on over to Instagram, hit that follow button, and let's connect. And as a team, we can continue to help our community hear life story.